Welcome back, everyone, to episode 114. I forgot. I just checked. Just checked. I it. think it's 114. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 114 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Crest, alongside me, my co-host, Ryan Fran. And today we're here to talk about Martin Scorsese's new film, Killers of the Flower Moon. And if we sound weird, um, the mics are kind of acting up a little bit today. It sounds okay on my end, but Ryan's end says it sounds a little muffled. If it sucks... My bad. If it sucks, oh, we always <laughs> suck. Yeah. But um, if we see... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go first? I'm just going to add something. No, you got it. If, uh, if we sound a little bit down the dumps today, it is because the Phillies were just eliminated from the postseason yesterday, and it was uh, very saddening. That's good Raising luck. my mood. I like luck. it. Yeah. So, yeah. So we sound a little bit off just because we're a little, a little upset about that because it was a... Uh, the Phillies should have won the series. It just... Yeah. They all, didn't play well. All due respect to the Diamondbacks. You were the better team, better pitching all the way through. Bats came alive. I can't blame it. I like the Diamondbacks. I like all the players, except you see Alec Thomas put a flag down. I that I I kind of want that man to tear his ACL, people? but you know it's fine. What do you say? Yeah, no. Well, I, you know it. what? Like he can, he can go into concussion protocol or something. But everybody else, I love. Corbin Carroll's a dog. But tell Marte is a dog. Tell Marte. I hope he breaks Cheater's record. I There's only one will. game behind. I so. like to tell Marte. I like yeah. switch hitters in baseball. It's not many of them. Yeah. Can't blame. got two of them. Yeah, Pedomo, too. Yeah. That dude is a pain in our sides. Yeah. Yeah. No hate to the Diamondbacks besides Alec Thomas. I hate you, but. Guess what? We still made further than anyone else in the end, at least. That is true. Fuck the Braves. Yeah, we beat the Braves. That's our yeah, World Series. That's, our that's World all series. I care about. Are you blocking your son from you? Yeah. Yeah. Same mine's around my lip. Now we're pretty good. Um. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, I just there that's good enough. I'm out of the sun now. Yeah, but yeah. hold on. Let's before we get in the movie. Let's. Right. Oh, is it the oh. ladybug? Oh, there it goes. Oh, can't tell. I this episode is going to be very good. No. <laughs> we've oh. already lost. And we got a three and a half hour movie to talk about. This is going to be rough. Oh. But um, what are you, what are your predictions? Just just before those series starts, World Series World predictions. Series prediction? Yeah, Rangers in five. Rangers in five. I don't even, like. I have a feeling it's, the Diamondbacks use like all their gas. Yeah, I think so Phillies. too. I but think I seven mean, games for them was rough. They are just hot though, and if they can stay hot, but the Rangers, Rangers, Rangers are, are pretty hot. hot right now too. <laughs> they just beat up on the, the the former World Series champs, eleven to four. Yeah, Dole it's kind of crazy how both both World Series teams made it to the CS again and lost and got eliminated in Game Seven game in seven. their home stadium. It's rough. It's rough. Um, always lose their first ever game seven. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It was the first ever game seven in Philly's history. Yeah. Team started in 1883. Never had a game seven. That's nuts. It's pretty crazy. I think Adolis Garcia is going to win MVP, though. Uh, World Series MVP. Nah, my boy Jonah Himes got that. He's going to step up. We both just keep staring at this lady <laughs> book. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, besides the Phillies... Me and Ryan have been, as you guys knew, we were watching all the Conjuring movies. We took a little bit of a break from that, but we'll be back at it tonight. We'll start, get back into it, because we're going to get that episode out for Halloween. And, uh, yeah, what what's tonight? The Conjuring 1. Yeah, we got Conjuring, and then Annabelle 2. 3. Annabelle yeah, that's the one. And Well, isn't it, like, second chronologically? I don't know, man. No, it's, um, it's the last one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's Creation 1, 2. Gotcha. All right, oh. so, yeah, we got Conjuring. Annabelle comes home. Conjuring 2. 
Lyrona. That's then Conjuring Three. Oh, Conjuring Three! Damn it! Yeah. I forgot about that again. Uh, so um, yeah, we got two good ones, but the Conjurings. Mm-hmm. I like Annabelle Three. I know it's kind of a hot take, but I think I think you mean Conjuring Three. No, I'm not. Oh, Annabelle. you like Annabelle Three? I, I like Annabelle. Okay. Uh, comes Fair enough. I saw I saw that at the midnight showing of it when that came out. I like I like Conjuring Three too. I from what I remember, I did not like it. La Llorona. I think it came out in 2015. I'm pumped for that one. Why? I just can't wait to watch a really There's bad the movie. The only connection I, I'm pretty sure the priest from Annabelle, the guy gets flung. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's in La Llorona. Gotcha. But it makes no sense. I, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, that's for a different episode. Today we're here to talk about Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese's newest West 1920s Western epic. And uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it debuted. At number two at the box office, got beat out by the Eras Tour, made twenty three million. Has I that think... movie made a bill yet? It's gotta get. It's, it's gotta, it's be, gotta be close. close. Like, I think, but I do. Insane. I have a. I, th- I have a thought process on why the box office didn't do great mm. this past weekend. It's three and a half hours long. No, I meant like in total, all movies. Okay. I think it's because Spider Man Two came out. Because I think That's... all the film. I feel yeah. like Film Bros loves Spider Man the video. That's game. true. And I can say without a doubt in my mind. Spider-Man 2 is better than the first game. Okay. Like, it, it took a little bit for me to get, like, invested. Oh. <laughs> this last, I'm 55% of the way through. Damn. Like, 100%ing it. Yeah. My God. <laughs> it is fantastic. Nice. I almost cried. It was so sad. <laughs> it, it, they, it, there's some plot twists in that. I lay was on uh, FaceTime with two guys, Ian and Sean. I was playing Warzone, getting ready to play Warzone with them. And one of the twists happened. I just want to finish a cutscene, and I later screamed, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> and so yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I've been pushing off the main story though because I know, you know, when you get to a certain point, you can't change characters. Yeah. Like in any kind of video game, you mm-hmm. know you're gonna. You know, I can't like... change to Miles right now. Okay. I'm like fuck. <laughs> so I'm just doing all like the you know the app. That, yeah. Like just helps. Run. I'm yeah, just doing like... every. I just went and found a grandpa that was lost. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sat down, talked about love with him for like 10 oh, minutes. Oh, I have seen that little it was clip. So, it, it was so nice. <laughs> but yeah, great game. I recommend everyone buy it if you have a PS5 because no broke boys in chat. <laughs> Sorry. Birthday boy. It was my birthday present. But no, uh, yeah, I think that I think that had effect on it. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good point. I, I mean, like a lot of film people were like, yeah. this is a epic yeah we're we're sitting down just putting 18 hours into this real fast i gotta check out i think i'm at 16 mm. i've put some time into that game right now yeah but you're having a good time though i'm having a blast <laughs> it was nice after the game yesterday i just i just well i played that for like 10 minutes put on the poughkeepsie tapes regretted my decision for an hour and 20 minutes and then played like 20 minutes of spider-man to feel better yeah and i got i went to bed I hopped back on Spider-Man 1 on PC for a little bit. Just felt so sad. I hopped on a new <laughs> new game plus. I was like, oh, it just isn't. Oh. At least I get to play it on an Xbox controller, though. It's so much better. I hate that PS5 controller. Oh, I love the it's PS5. It's so big and clunky. It's so annoying to use. I just I miss the Xbox One controller. I, I like the PS5. I like yeah. the, it fits in my hand better. Just, just even disagreement. No, no, it's, it's a fair. fair. It's a fair one. It's fair. Nothing against that. It is funny how I play Spider-Man on a PC with an Xbox controller. Yeah, you're fuck PlayStation. <laughs> I love PlayStation. I I really love my PS5. Never had a PlayStation. 
Really? I was always Xbox 360. Well, Wii and then Xbox 360, Xbox One. PC. Yeah. Throw a DSi in there, too. What's a DSi? DSi. The, remember the DS? DSi had the camera on it. Mm. Yeah. Never had it. Yeah. I never had DS. I had. Really? Because mm-hmm. I went PS1, PS2, Xbox 360, mm-hmm. Xbox One, PS2. Gotcha. So I've gotten all the PS. I was going PlayStation, Xbox, back to the. I picked whatever's the better console at the time. Yeah. PlayStation had a rough couple of years with the three, and then the four had all the issues, and then the five, everyone was like, Ooh. Four was still better than Xbox One, though. Think? Definitely, yeah. I mean, it, de- it definitely. Especially, like, games. just games alone, but also quality of. Because it had its problems, too, but so did Xbox. I like PlayStation online membership more. It's like, you know how, like, on Xbox, the free games you get are, like, always kind of like crappy games. Yeah. You get some high quality shit on Blazer. Both really? Best of Us. I got all the both Spider-Mans leading up to it. I got Ghost of Tsushima. Like all these games were free. I just I yep. paid 110 for the year and it gives me like online and they, all these games. It was, it's dope. I love it. And Xbox like 130 for the I, I don't give a <laughs> shit. Starfield, I had no interest in playing Starfield even I had Xbox. Yeah, I had a lot of interest and then I I got down to it and I was like I don't have 36 hours I can put into this game. I'm just not going to get it. Is that <laughs> how long it is? Well, it's, it's like Skyrim. Like you put, you just, it's like a role-playing game. So it's just I didn't know that. a long time. I mean, I'm sure if you played like straight through the story, it'd be like a couple days probably. I mean, it's long as shit. Yeah, it sounds... Yeah. Didn't you beat Red Dead? Yeah. That's 64, isn't it? There's no way it's that long. Maybe to 100% it. I think but it's Not to get through the story. It. Yeah. No, I'm sure if you played Starfield to like 100%, it'd be like, I mean, this is a total guess out of my ass, but 100 something hours. We could hours. definitely just look this up and would tell. Definitely. Um, I got it. Hey, you keep talking. Oh. Um. Um. Uh. Um. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to be doing a review of Spider-Man 2. Hopefully Ryan can, I said, I told Ryan he can come to my house when I'm gone this weekend and play it at my house. Okay, so main story for Starfield, about 21 hours. Main story plus side quest, 67 hours. Uh, completionist, 153 hours. Holy <laughs> God. Look at Red Dead's now. I just want to know. So yeah, if Ryan doesn't play, it's his fault. I said he could go into my house and play it. He knows my passcode on my PlayStation as well. I, I know I don't. Oh, I thought you did. No. It's the same thing as most of my passwords. I'm not going to say it on here. But... You could. But... No. <laughs> Alright, so how am I doing? Am I just knocking up like, hey, Mrs. Cresta, can I just Oh, talk? no, I'll tell my mom when I'm leaving. Alright, fair I'm enough. Like, hey, I'm I'm leaving Friday. Yeah. I'm leaving Saturday morning. Okay. And I don't come in on Monday. So you have, you have the couple days. Oh, my mom would not care. No. You're like right. my cousin. <laughs> uh, Red Dead, focusing on main object- objectives is about 50 hours in length. Alright, fair enough. I told you! But, if you're if you're a gamer that strives to see all aspects of the game, you're likely to spend 181 hours to obtain 100% completion. How many hours do you think you have on Red Dead? Too many. Um, too many? <laughs> oh, I just deleted the Xbox app like two days ago, oh, too. Oh, well, you can check your... Oh, I can, I can check that right now on my, on my PS app. Hmm. Let me pull that up. I know you guys want us to talk about Killers of the Flower Moon. We'll get there. All right, we have Killers a of the Flower Moon. What can I say about this movie? It was genuinely fantastic. I loved everything about... Whoa. I have 17 hours on Spider-Man. Damn. And I am 55% of the, percent of the way, and I am trying. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I'm, you remember that video I showed you of the guy with the controller through his TV? Mm-hmm. I almost did it. <laughs> 
Have you seen all the like Phillies fans breaking their TVs? I thought about it. I oh I, I was watching them with a the projector at Puff's yeah. house, and as soon as the ball popped up, I just I unplugged it and I was like, I'm not. We're not watching it. You didn't watch the final. I out. still haven't seen the final out. It's, just, it's the same it. thing it's, as the World Series. It's my Kawhi shot. I don't care. I still, yeah, that. I've never seen yeah. a Kawhi shot, yeah. and I will never watch it. And I, I was watching with Andy. He's like, dude, what are you doing? You, we got to watch it at least. And I'm like, if I watch this, I will show you the Kawhi shot every single time I see you for the rest of your life. And he was like, all right, that's fair. That's fair <laughs> yeah. So back to Killers of the Flying Moon. I thought it was really, really good. I liked all the performances. I think, I mean, you both agreed that our favorite performance, because it was the one... It may not have been the best performance. I, I still think it was the best performance. But if you want to say like Leo or the, the Lily Gladstone, that's totally fine because they were both excellent. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> well, we can talk about that later. Um, me and you both agreed on the ride home that we thought De Niro was the, maybe not even the best performance, but the most surprising one because I was going into it thinking like he'd just be, you know, De Niro, like old De Niro he's just has he doesn't put on a voice he just says the lines and it still sounds pretty good because he's Robert De Niro but he's not really trying super hard this is the first movie I've seen from him in a while where he was genuinely trying it felt like I think it's his best performance since he yeah I mean it's it's up there it was really really good just the subtlety of it how every time he would like do something wicked and then be like I said it was like an abusive boyfriend. Yeah. Like he's just he does something horrible and he's like, No, nah, come pray with me. You're good, but like you're my nephew. I love you. Like it's it's he's such a wicked dude. And I think like even just that first scene when they just sit down in the living room and just talk for like five minutes, I could watch that like ten I times watch in a row. That scene for ten hours. It was just so good. I don't know. It was just so it was such a subtle performance. That was just so good because it just felt like like I was watching it. I wasn't like, oh, this is the guy from fucking Godfather and shit. Like I, I wasn't watching it like that. I was like, this is whatever his name is. Like it didn't feel like Robert De Niro. Okay. Yeah, it was a very very good performance to me. Yeah, to me, no. I thought it was a really good performance too. Like right <laughs> out the gate, I think the performances were incredible. Like I didn't, I thought Leo was incredible. Leo's good in every movie. The, the guy will yeah. never turn in a bad performance. Absolutely. Well, on the other hand, Robert De Niro. The order he gets, he does turn in some stinkers. Mm-hmm. Like some of the movies he decides to do are just not good. Yeah, it's the same thing with like Pacino too. Like he's yeah, just... they just decide they kind of just took whatever roles they could get because they're not going to get the leading man roles anymore. Yeah, they're going to get Jack in Jail. Going to get Dunkachino, baby. <laughs> oh God, man! <laughs> Talk about a. We should review that one day. Just That'd be watch funny. Jack in Jail. Do like a I've watch. I've seen it. I know I've seen it when I was younger, but. Not I've never watched. I don't it. even know all the way through. Just seen parts. You no know movie I used to watch. I never. I, this is. I'm getting off topic again. No, what movie? Movie that I thought was like the greatest thing. Uh huh. Simpsons movie. <laughs> I love that movie, and I wasn't allowed to watch it in my house. So I always watched it at the Glens because mm-hmm. oh, my mom wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons. Until I was like 16. Really? I never watched The Simpsons when I was a kid. Simpsons is funny. It's not as good as Family Guy. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Simpsons is not as good as Family Guy. Whoever well, it's also thinks... Simpsons is meant to be like a kid show with some adult stuff. Family Guy is just an adult show. Yeah, but they they it's like compared a lot. It yeah, a I guess like animation wise, yeah. But I just I don't even think it's close. Yeah. Like, I think Family Guy is just a lot better of a show. I like mm-hmm. all the characters. Like Stewie's one of my favorite TV show characters ever. Yeah, I love that man. But back to this, um, Robert De Niro was incredible just how he can make that smug De Niro face that we all know and it's just terrifying yeah. every time he's just I mean he's one of the greatest actors of all time and I think Leo is also in that category so when you both those guys are in your movie you know it's gonna be a banger 
And Lily Gladstone, I think her performance kind of gets pushed aside because of the two leads, the two male leads in De Niro and Leo. But I think her performance was stronger than Leo's, in my opinion. I loved her in the role. It's a much different kind of performance. It's yeah. much more monotone across the board. While Leo has those moments where he gets a little loud, a little more Oscar bait. Yeah. But I think Lily Gladstone has a chance to win for best, I guess you, I don't know if you, she'd be supporting her. No, lead. I think she'd be lead. Because she was the I, only. I think she deserves to be lead. Yeah. Because, I mean, she was the only, like, female character in the show. It's going to be hard, though. Movie, still got to go. Really. Because Robbie's going to get nominated for Barbie. Huh? Margot Robbie? Oh, oh, yeah. She's getting nominated. There's... If Ryan Gosling does not get nominated and win. That's what I thought you meant. I thought you meant to say Ryan Gosling. You mm, said Robbie. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah my bad. Makes sense. But I don't think the movie is as good as Ryan thought it was. I think it's very good. I don't think it's great. I think it's in still in like mid tier of Scorsese films. I don't think it's as great as like my favorite Scorsese film. And I don't think it's in the top. I don't think it's in my top three movies of the year. That doesn't take away that the movie isn't very good. It's it's not like I'm giving it like a 70. It's still like a high, mid high 80. It's just, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have as much enjoyment. The movie's a, it's a very well made movie. It's, very old school cinema and all that kind of stuff. It's just, I just didn't enjoy it as much. But that doesn't mean it's not a very good movie, and I can't see why other people think it's such a great movie. Yeah. Just not in my opinion. I think if you're going into this expecting, like, Goodfellas, like, big time mm-hmm. shootout, like, maybe not, like, Goodfellas doesn't have, like, a ton of shootouts and stuff, but Goodfellas has, like, when somebody gets shot, the music goes up, the camera zooms in, like, it's it's an event. Yeah, somebody gets shot in this realistic. movie, it's just... And then they walk away and don't say a word. It's very real. It's very it's very mature. Like yeah. he has grown um Scorsese has grown up past like Goodfellas and those mobster movies where it's all like action based. This one is less about the action, less about the murders themselves, and more about the investigation and the build up of it. Like you'll have twenty, thirty minutes of build up, like as in setting up who's going to do the killing who's where they're going to do it how they're going to hide the body you know all that stuff and then the killing itself is a two maybe three minute scene and then it's it's done yeah it's like 10 seconds yeah and it's i think for me it worked really really well because this is such a it's not such a this is a true story and it's one that scorsese was very passionate about telling and i think showing it in this light not you know, more so dramatizing it than making it like an action thing is just super respectful to the story itself and to the Osage people. So I thought it was really cool because it's a story. I mean, he says it in the, he does a little like Tom Cruise, thanks for coming before the movie starts. I love those things. I I do kind of like it. It's nice. Um, But yeah, he's like, this is just a story that I've wanted to tell for a long time. It's, it's very near and dear to my heart. And you could tell, like he takes it very, very seriously. He doesn't, ham anything up makes it very realistic and i think it's very respectful to the people involved so i i was really happy with it and i think definitely if you're going into this expecting that classic scorsese mobster movie you're going to be disappointed you need to go into this seeing it as a historical movie a story about a true story about greed and how terrible and wicked people can be and when you watch it like that it's really good white people they're assholes yeah Nothing's changed. <laughs> no, it, it it is like it's just a it's mature historical epic. Like yeah. and not in the way that people think I mean by epic. It's not like action packed like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. 
but the violence that he's grown that he's moved more into especially with the Irishman as much as that movie's not for me the violence in that movie's just like this it's very quick yep and it's realistic and it's how it's actually it's not these epic gunfire like it's just nobody fights it's a job nobody gives a shit just boom walk away they don't say a word when did they get the oil mill in this movie in the white suit oh Mm -hmm. god what's his name I don't remember. I think it's like silver something or something. He get he got capped. I mean, it's like two seconds. It's like just come here, Mister Sosan. Dude takes a step back and shoots him in the back yeah. of the head. And it's over. Then they whoop that dude's ass. He goes to Washington. I mean, to kill him, they whoop his ass too. Yeah, the guy who gets beat. Yeah, that was rough. There was a lot of rough scenes in this. It's not a happy movie. This movie's not happy. Like it, you're gonna be watching and just feel guilty. Like it's it's horrible. Like I felt so bad. Yeah, no, it's not a good movie. It's just it's a movie about greed and classic America. I wonder if um DiCaprio is gonna put this in his little like, you know, he always said he did the like American Greed trilogy yeah, in his own Wolf, things. It's Gatsby. Wolf of Wall Street, Gatsby, and then Django. Oh, it's Django. Yeah, I wonder if he's gonna include this. Yeah, that that goes in there. Somewhat. It's like in between. Yeah, it'd be in between Django. In between right Django now. and Gatsby. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, Gatsby's is the twenties, isn't it? Is it? I never saw it. I don't know. Really? I just saw like OG Gatsby's better. Yeah, because this one's—it's all CGI, isn't yeah, it? Everything screen screen. Big factor in why I don't like Baz. <laughs> not I—I I do like Baz. He seems like a great guy. I just don't like his movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this movie's. I mean, Scorsese, so it's not a bad movie. The dude doesn't make bad films. But I just thought I thought it was gorgeous too. Like the cinematography, it's so simple. It's not like. Huge sweeping shots over the landscape like you'd think it'd be. It's just simple. Get everything you need in frame, in frame. Sometimes the camera will just hold for an extra second on something. It just makes it that more impactful. I, I just thought it was really, really well made. I thought Scorsese did a fantastic job. Everybody who worked on it, every actor. I already, already just, I'm just repeating myself yeah. at this point. But it's just, it was just fantastic. There's not a lot to talk about. We say this every time. It's, it's so hard to do good movies. Yeah, it's hard to talk about the good things in good movies because when you watch a good movie, the bad things stick out to you more. When you watch a bad movie, the good things stick out to you more. When you see a really good movie, there's not many bad things that stick out. So it's hard to talk about it. Batman's yeah, like a superhero movie, so so many things. It's Batman, so there's so much stuff you can look back on. Yeah. But uh, Rodrigo Pietro, Pietro, that's how you say it, the cinematographer. Man is having an epic 2023. He did well, this and Barbie. Really? And the... Why that's, to me, why it's so amazing mm-hmm. is the fact that these are drastically different color palettes, different styles of filmmaking, different directors, of course, and totally just different movies, yeah. like different camera angle, everything. So the fact that he made two that are both beautiful, beautifully shot in, excuse me, in such different ways, I think it's just amazing. So I hope, I hope he gets nominated for both somehow. I yeah. just hope it's like, Rodrigo Pietro against Rodrigo Pietro, and then whoever else we get this year. Yeah. But yeah, no, he killed it because I, I think Barbie looks great. I love the bright colors; it's very vibrant. While this is much more dull in the Midwest and all that, but like the shots of the oil when they're all dancing, the oil looks so cool. Some of the slow mo looked really good. As much as I'm not a fan of that, I liked a lot of the wide shots showing all the oil mills and the houses, and just the way that he it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like the way they did blood in this. They didn't make it over the top, but they made it realistic enough. Yeah. And it didn't have that, like, weird, vibrant red people like to do. And me and you talked about this. It's not too thick, where it kind of looks like jelly more, or where it's too much like water. Yeah. Because of 
you can mess up blood and and we've talked about in other movies that do mess it up. But yeah, I this movie it's a masterclass in how to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah, the, the movie it, it's it's probably if I'm looking at strictly like how it's made, it's probably like a 90 something, like just of how it's made. Yeah. It's just my enjoyment level in it. That doesn't take away from this movie. It's going to get nominated for best picture. It's going to yeah. be a critical darling. And uh mm-hmm. but I So what did you not like about it? I have no idea because I walked out of it really like I was like that is a really good movie I was like but to me like I was thinking about it like my score comparing it to other movies this year because that's like an easy way for me to score because I don't want to give something too high and then like oh but I gave this this which sometimes back kind of fucks you up when you're thinking but so I was like okay I was like I wouldn't go see this again in theaters it's like so right away it doesn't have the rewatchability for me but it doesn't take away that the movies like I think it's better than Dune. Dune's more fun, but this, I think, is a better made movie. But I don't think it's as good as Oppenheimer. And that could also be just from, like, my bias of, like, knowing the story of Robert Oppenheimer. Yeah. Knowing the book. And then just loving Killing Murphy. I mean, that movie's another masterclass of filmmaking. I don't know. I just... I don't know. I It's nothing. Like, there were scenes that I would be... Like, Brendan Fraser, I think, was miscast drastically in this movie. He really was not. And then there was like a couple times where I think the score didn't match what I, what the scene was. Like just sometimes it felt too lighthearted of music. Yeah, I did what think the dialogue was. I think the music was the weakest part of this because they tried to do like, like Native American type music sometimes. And that was cool. It, I like that. With yeah, the it was neat. But there was no there was no um, piece in this that stuck out. Like yeah, it's not like Doom where you know. Yeah. Uh, Rival of Arrakis is that what's called? No, Rival of Dream or something. And then there's Arrakis, Some... which you love with the bagpipes. Or like, it's no, not Arrakis. Mountains, which is, for those yeah. who don't know, it's the scene from Interstellar where they're going to the space station. Like, there's always movies like this normally. You have that score that just sticks mm-hmm. out. Like, Batman, I know this is calling back to another movie, right? Batman, Giacchino's Batman theme is iconic to me, all right? Like, every, if I hear just like that, dun, 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 like, I yeah. know exactly what movie it is. Excuse me, I have like a head cold going right now, but making you burp. Well, no, I burp, but like I'd say my sinuses are like yeah. Ugh. dude, this <laughs> was like this time last year. I got that head cold <laughs> for like eight episodes. Um, no, I really, I have nothing against this movie. There's just like little things that keep it from being what are Scorsese's best qualities, and I think his movies are better when he kind of has fun with it. And this one wasn't a fun movie. Yeah. As much as great story, like I, it's an important movie. It's, I think this is not Scorsese's best work. Like I think when he does Goodfellas, that dude's in a league of his own. Taxi Driver, like all these kind of movies, I think just work for him. While I think, what are some of his latest movies? I don't love Wolf of Wall Street. I don't love Irishman, and I don't love this. So I think that's just maybe it's just the new kind of Scorsese I'm not a fan of. Yeah, he's kind of moving away from, like, the old Hollywood, like, when you shoot a gun, it's a big bang, and there's a flash, and the blood squirts out. It's more just, you shoot a gun, it's a little pop, and they fall over. But I over. love that, like, though. That's what I don't get, because I do think yeah. the way he did violence in this mm-hmm. is the perfect way of doing it. But I think the difference is that, like, the violence in this is much more muted and not, like, entertaining, whereas in, like, yeah. Taxi Driver or something... It's like no, it falls to the wall, just bam, bam, bam. Like, you know, it's more entertaining <laughs> that to watch. That seems so goofy in Taxi Driver. I just saw a clip from that. I was like, that scene looked horrible. 
now i don't know maybe maybe i do like this movie maybe i just have maybe i just feel so depressed by it yeah and i'm like i, I don't uh, it's 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 not a happy one but uh we do this every episode i want to talk about the, what critics are saying about it so far and on imdb it has an 8.2 out of 10 and on rotten tomatoes it has a 92 with the critic consensus being if my phone will load and an audience score of 85 uh enormous and runtime theme and achievement killers of the flower moon is Sobering appraisal of America's relationship with indigenous people and yet another artistic something for Martin Scorsese and his collaborators. I have no idea what that word is. I'm not going to attempt to say it. Zenith, I think it's a Zenith. I don't, I don't want to say it and say it wrong. But yeah, so I'm probably more in agreement with the audience. And I think you're you're probably more agreeing with the critic 94 area. Yeah, what was it? Rotten Tomatoes? I'm probably sitting with the audience. It's like no, I'm curious. Zions? What? Yeah, okay, so I'm not the only one. No, I, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Zenith? Look up this word. Okay, so you don't know right off the top of your head either. Not off the top of my head. Okay. Look it up. Uh, the time at which something is most powerful or successful, or the point in the sky or celestial sphere. All right, I don't one, think it's that one. That one's not it. <laughs> okay, as a noun, it's just highest point. So, moving now. so um, indigenous peoples and yet another artistic high point for Martin Scorsese and his collaborators. That's what it means. What does the Irishman have on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I do want to say the, the my favorite part of this movie are the performances. Oh my God, this shadow that I'm getting now is horrible. Um, I don't really care. Irishman the, oh, has sorry. a 95 critic, 86 audience. And me and you are Hi. both in agreement on that. Why? Yeah. I think this was better than The Irishman. Yeah. Definitely. Me and you I were think both The Irishman agreement. is not a great movie. Uh, it's not even a very good movie. I think it's a good. It's good, but it's not. Cast an Italian to play an Irish dude <laughs> right off the bat. I think he's half. Is he? Pretty sure. I think it's just his name doesn't scream Irish. It really doesn't. does not but... <laughs> scream Irish. Well, they gave him those baby blue eyes. so They looked horrible. <laughs> Crazy. He looked insane. <laughs> no, but this movie had... I think it has some of the best performances of the year. I think all three of these people, all three of De Niro, of course, DiCaprio, and Lily Gladstone, I think they'll all be in the nominations. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's probably really realistic. My score's probably an 87. So it's still probably in my top 10. See, I'm still, I don't even know if I gave Oppenheimer a score. But let me go pull up my Oppenheimer. If I do, I, I don't remember it. But I'm just going to go off and give this one a 91. Sounds good to me. I mean, I, I really loved it. I think it just, it was beautiful to look at. It's one of those movies where, like, every frame's a painting. Like, every frame you look at is like, damn, that's a, that's a pretty shot. Um, all the performances were good. What else is there? I did like how there's, more or less, like, the more that I thought about it, there's kind of two inciting incidents in this movie. And it's where, maybe not inciting incidents is the right word, but there's two, like, starting points to it. There's when DiCaprio gets there and he gets like, you know, he's talking to his uncle and he's like, you should marry one of these though. You'll get money, whatever. And there's that whole story. Yeah. And then it kind of, it doesn't really cut in half, but then the half point to me, I don't know if it's the genuine half point or just in my opinion, but when Henry gets killed, the, the one with melancholy in the car, yeah. when he gets killed, cause that, gen, that then sparks the entire rest of the story. Because that's the murder that they truly investigate. They start investigating on. So there's kind of two starting incidents where DiCaprio gets there. He marries Lily, Lily Gladstone. Um, 
I forget her name already, but Molly. yeah, Molly, thank you. Um, Molly Brown. And then, yep, Ernest Burkhart. And then the second start is when Henry gets murdered and the true investigation starts. I just thought that was a really cool way oh, of doing it. Cool way of doing yeah. it. And I like the, I like that he, as much as this is a, we've started to see like a new kind of Scorsese with his last two films now. Mm-hmm. I still like that he still can blend in like some some moments of levity in such a in a movie that's so dark. Like yeah. speaking of when Henry dies, mm-hmm. that conversation between De Niro and Leo, when he's like, "It was so simple. How do you mess him up? Front of the head, front of the back, back, back front. front." He's like, I, "I swear, I said it all." Yeah. I thought that line was. I thought that whole sequence was so funny in a that scene good. that's. It's very sad because the killing of Henry is one of the saddest scenes. It is really that sad. That guy becomes very close with Henry. Yeah, so he's like, I kind of like them, man. Yeah. He's like, we had a lot like, of I just got to do it. That's yeah. why I think he shoots him in the back of the head because he doesn't want to see him. Yeah. Like, I don't That's think true. he forgot. I think he chose not to do it. Yeah, I think he just, he just kind of had like, like, I just, it's now or never and I can't, I don't have the heart to do it in front. So, yeah. Yeah. It's you unfortunate. Gave, you did give Oppenheimer's tour as well. What was it? You got to kind of messed up my list. I'm looking right at 79. Give it 92. 92? 79? No. <laughs> what the hell? All right, so 92 and 91. Yeah, so it's pretty close. good, though. Pretty but, I, yeah, I think... Yeah, I probably I think 87, I think. Yeah, I think we were talking about it on the car ride home. I think I would say... I think I would watch Oppenheimer again over this. But at the same time... Like, Oppenheimer is probably more entertaining, but this was still so goddamn good. This is really... I said yeah. it's very good. I, like they're, it's I think right it's there. right below great. Like yeah. if I'm See, I think it is great. Ones. I think it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, because I gave Oppenheimer 95. Yeah. Oppenheimer's still not my favorite movie. Past Lives, baby. I'm still going to watch Past Lives. You went 98. So simple. Like, it is, is truly a simple movie. Yeah. Cinematography's nothing crazy. The score's nothing crazy. It's just just heartbreaking. <laughs> I love that movie, though. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if... What other movies have I given a 90 to this year? Creator just missed out on a 90. Still got to see the creator. Given 88. Still haven't seen it. Um, ah, man, this is probably an 88 then. Because I probably like liked it the same level I like the creator. Cre- Again, I know people are like, what? How do you, how can you say like they're the same? I like those kind of movies more. I've always been a huge sci fi guy, so that stuff is really interesting to me. And I thought the performances in the creator were very good. Yeah, he's a huge fucking nerd. I have five movie <laughs> tattoos. I don't think that's a surprising fact to anyone no, that I'm a nerd. Not at all. I have no Scorsese tattoo. Yeah, I like history. I'm a real man. You know what Shane Gillis said about that? <laughs> Dude, so if you like history, you're you have early onset early onset Republican. It's such a good joke. We're not saying our political parties because I'm not affiliated, no. and we're not doing that on the podcast. I don't we're like politics. I don't need people being like, "Oh my God, Ryan's a <laughs> I do not. We do not care. Yeah, we uh, do not care. Oh. What else are they talking? Other nineties this year. Oh, so I, I forgot how high I rated Spider Verse. What do you think I gave Spider Verse? Ninety six. Exactly right. What'd you give it? Ninety two. Ninety five. Really? It's your highest rated movie. Wow. It, I mean, it was a banger. Oh, I definitely dropped that down by now, but that's <laughs> that's pretty good. I, I'm. I always feel like I have to go back and fix my scores. Yeah. Yeah, because we get we. I think we overrated Guardians. What did we give? I it? gave it a ninety-two. You gave it a ninety. <laughs> I think we overshot. Nah, our... yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I think like Spider Verse is it's high eighties, probably for Guardians, but 90, yeah. 90's a little aggressive. I have to rethink, fix my list a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I 
I think this movie's very good. I have nothing against, like, you know when you, like, there's just movies that you know, like, oh, it's really well made. It's probably one of the best movies of the year, but just, I didn't like it as much. Yeah. But you really can't point out what it is. Yeah, there's nothing you say. Yeah, that's, what I, that's how I feel about this movie. Because the movie is, I mean, it is perfectly made. Yeah. But I will say, there's something about Scorsese's recent films, like going probably from Wolf of Wall Street. Some of his shots look fake. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it looks like it's CGI, but I don't know if it actually is. Like, there's like this smoothness to like what it, the camera or something. It's a very specific thing that I always think of in his trailers. You know the shot with the shot I just I really like when it's panning over like the oil mills, the houses. Yeah, it has this like matte coloring to it, and it's a thing that of only I've noticed in his recent movies. I don't know what it is, and it's something I've always been like. It's a cool shot, like showing anything, but the actual houses and things look weird. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a random thing. That Maybe I... it's just a little filter he put over. I yeah, because it's the same thing in the Irishman. No, I'm like that looks yeah. a little weird. I. I didn't notice anything. Yeah. I have no idea. But yeah, I don't know. I believe you. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else What else is there to talk about? I mean, there's a lot to talk about in this fucking yeah, movie, it's, but it's a three-and-a-half-hour three movie. movie. Um, oh, I, liked... I have something to say. Yeah. Our theater needs to shut their fucking mouth. Oh, my God. God damn it. It was just, it was an old couple to your right next yes. to you, and then there was like... An old couple and their daughter. Yeah. Was it their daughter? Mm-hmm. Daughter was fucking old, too. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but they were yapping the entire time. Oh, oh my, my God. Did you, I wanted to say something to the guy. Dude, people like, next to you, every, every single line. It's like, what did he say? <laughs> no. Um, Saltburn, the new Jacob Elordi and Barry Keoghan movie. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to see it. Mm-hmm. I like that. They're like, that looks, that looks He's like, that crazy. looks fucking stupid. And I almost got him and said, you look fucking stupid. <laughs> no, they just said, so... Then Aquaman came on. He's like, that's going to be great. I was like, shut up. Shut up. No, he just saw Jacob Elordi like take his shirt off, and he's like, "Gay." Get this out of so my face. Felt, that dude was like old school Republican. Like, yeah, he was. He was making comments the entire. He made a comment at one point during the movie when he was saying like, "Oh my god, what'd he say?" He was definitely like, "They were our old fields." Anyways. No, he, yeah, he said something like along those lines, like, oh, really? "What he did wasn't that." Bad. I was like, "It's <laughs> like what?" It's crazy. That that's what happens when you like history. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't it wasn't worse than our experience during air air dude air was i almost I was murdered getting, that child i almost tripped i've never been so close to going to prison stupid sun's like right above where i can block it that's uh, funny yeah no air, i mean we talked about it when we reviewed it but there was just fucking the whole row behind yeah, us was all dickhead fucking 11 year olds yapping the entire time where's michael jordan yeah, is that Michael like, Jordan? Oh my god, he's Simon. I was like, shut up. Any we all know. Any black person would come on screen and you go, Is that Michael Jordan? Shut I know. Fuck up. Shut up. Oh, and I just want people to know. I just realized I said I made a I said the guy was like, Oh, that's gay. That's not what I was saying. I'm saying that's what the guy said, because I don't need people to come at me saying I said this. Yeah. I was, you said Jacob Lloyd taking his shirt off. The guy the guy was just By the way. He was razor, so I'm like Nice. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> Jacob Lloyd's a handsome fellow. I'm telling you. Now that I've seen him, I mean, he doesn't look great as Elvis. But I think he I actually think, looks pretty good. A lot better than I, he looked he, in those set photos. Yeah, better than we thought he was going to be. I think he's going to have a big year next year. I think Saltburn is going to be like idea. that indie movie that puts him like on the map as like an actor, actor. And Elvis is the perfect one to be like, oh, this guy played Elvis, and he's got the talent to do this weird fucking indie movie. He's going to have a big year, year next year. I mean, I'm saying that. He's worked with A24, and A24 now, three different things. Euphoria, 
where I think he's the best part of is the he? show. Okay. Um, I, I just don't watch it. I don't know. The, sh- the show's not that great. I think his character's really good, though. Mm. And I just think Jacob Lewis is a very talented actor. Yeah. Uh, Now he's doing Saltburn with A24, and he's doing Priscilla, which is A24. Yeah. I think he's going to... I agree with you. I think he's one of those actors. I think he's going to have, like, that Austin Butler. Like, he's going to have that one role, and now all of a sudden he's just going to show up in everything. Because yeah. what does Austin Butler have now? Dune and Bike Rider still? Mm-hmm. And Bike Rider's now delayed indefinitely. Yeah. And even in Saltburn, Barry Keoghan's one of those guys, too. Hasn't really gotten to that, like, mainstream action He's a bad two with the playing Joker. Yeah. He's about to have that main... I love that he tried to play the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, we got something else. They're like, you. well. And he was like, that. He's like, that's even better. <laughs> oh, look, the sun's finally going down. Nice. But yeah, this this movie is, I I thought they really took a good approach to like being very subtle with the like poisonings and all that stuff. Because that's how they were all dying. They were getting poisoned. Yeah. And it's a bad shot to watch. I mean, it's a good shot, but like. The it, first killing you see is in like the first ten minutes, and it's just a dude just choking on the ground, just oh I forgot dying. about that one. I thought you meant the girl that you see the wife. She oh looks yeah, very pale. All it's of just sudden. like whoever twenty one and through the window, silver whatever. Shot. Yeah, the dude in the white suit. Yeah, he got he got capped. <laughs> then uh, I oh I wanted to ask you this. This is something me and my dad were talking about. Do you think Leo actually loves Molly? I Ernest think actually loves Molly. I think he does, but he says throughout the movie he loves money, and I think he just he did really love Molly, but he loved money more. No, that's like, how I it think. was just more important to him than any. Like, yeah, I think I mean, we said it before. He was just a weak man. Like they say, he's a little dull in the beginning. He's got physically he can't really do much because of his stomach. He's just got a lot of problems, and he's a very weak man. He's very easily controlled by his by his uncle. And his brother and just all the people around him, he tries to... I think his uncle put him in a position of somewhat power because he's a lot of the times the guy saying like, okay, you need to do the killing. You need to... Like, he's yeah. he's the setup man a lot. So I think giving him that little bit of power just made it go to his head and made him think that he's more powerful than he is. And he starts making money and he's just doing that. But I do think he really did love Molly. Yeah, like I feel like he fell in love with Molly and then it got to a point where he's like, he's like yeah. I love you. He's like, but not as much as I love this money. Yeah, which which sucks because I feel like if if Robert De Niro's character uh, King wasn't in this, I think they would have just been a happy couple. King, like they, King. That's his, that's what he tells him to call. Oh, what was that? Because he's King of the Osage Hills. Oh, so that's why they I don't remember them King. calling him like and that at all in the movie. King, they call him King almost the entire movie. I don't remember that. Maybe I just blocked it out because it was stupid. Um... <laughs> I mean, everyone calls him King. King or uncle? Uncle and, uh... No, Hale. Yeah, William Hale. That was his name. Yeah, but they call him King. I remember Hale the entire movie. I was just thinking That's Hale. when they were... They called him Hale once they got to, like, the courtroom stuff. They were calling King almost the entire movie. Oh, well. Yeah, it was Bill Hale. That's what that's what his real name is. Right? Yeah, William Hale. Yeah, Bill. What? Why does Bill come from William? I always think about that. Why does no Dick idea. come from Richard? I've, that's the weirdest one. <laughs> Both those are weird because it's not like Bill. It's, there's no B in William. Yeah, they're just like Bill. There's no D or C K in Richard. Well, there's a C, and but a C. oh, there's a D. Wait, what the hell am I talking about? There's um and an I. There's no just K. A K. Yeah, yeah. Dick's a weird one too. Dick is a really weird one. Why Tommy come from Thomas? Thomas. And it was like Tommy. That's a weird name. Like it's a weird choice. Put the Y at the end. I don't know. 
It's a pretty simple nickname. I know, but like I would have never like if my name if no one ever brought up Tommy, I would never ever thought my name was Tommy. I would always just been going by Thomas. Or I don't even like I, I would never even thought about like Tom or I guess Tom where I could get because Tom is just yeah short. Tommy just confuses me a little bit. Why the M Y? I mean, all nicknames. Are how many other names weird. have just add Y yeah. to it? I mean, yeah, a lot I of guess them. it's like just a weird thing. Yeah, You're like Madeline, Mandy, Maddie, not Mandy. Amanda, Mandy. Yeah. I don't know. Nicknames are a weird thing, man. Nicknames are a weird thing. Um, you know what else is a weird thing? White people. I don't fucking know. Like, let's oh. all right. Let's talk about this movie. Um. Let's talk about that house that went kaboom. Ooh, that was that was rough, pretty. Yeah, uh, that was pretty aggressive. Yeah, in a much, good way. As they said, too much dynamite. <laughs> that was great when he's driving up. He's like, "Fucking too much dynamite." Yeah. Shit. <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> I did hate that they showed that in the trailer. The explosion. Yeah, that was the main thing. Uh, they do show a lot of like the big moments, the shootings, and the few explode. There's two explosions in the movie. They're both in the trailer. Um, the fire went on for too long, though. I know this is a rant. I just jumped to complete. You know when it, when the when he burns his crop field, yeah, that they showed the fire for too long. No, that is the one thing I was thinking. So I, I first of all, great love shot. that shot. I love that like just. I love shots that are like just out of focus. Just you can of, still yeah. tell what's going on. Oh, just it's so good. It was so long. It was super long, but it's only because, I mean, there's no way they would have seen that fire at least from that close. Like, cause you see it outside their window. Yeah. There's no way they would have seen it from that far away. At least not like that. Yeah. Because their their house is in town and his house is in the fields. Like he I think lives they were with him. The way they no, were... they were still in her house. That was still that house. I'm, pr- yeah, I'm they fairly sure. Yeah, yeah. I, that confused me because I just the way mm-hmm. that they shot it made me think that they were at the house with them. Yeah, but the only reason that I think it was more in the in their heads because that was kind of especially um, Molly was getting super sick. She was kind of reaching like the pinnacle of her sickness before yeah she saw the owl everything like that so i think like she sees the owl and then she sees Ernest come in and the fires like everything her world around her is burning down yeah and then that that night also is when Ernest is he takes the medicine himself and he gets wasted because he knows he's gonna get arrested the next day he's just getting fucked up so his world is burning down around him i think it was more of just a visual metaphor but i did think it was way over the top it went on for too long i think because it just confused me. Until I thought of that, I was like, "This, they're in their t- house in the town. There's no way they'd see yeah, that fire it, it from just there. Because the shot's great. It's an amazing shot in yeah, the movie. It looks and really the good. one, the guy looks like a scarecrow because the way he's sitting at first. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually moves. And you're like, oh. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. It's it's a really cool shot. It's just too much. Like, it's too long of looking at the same, of the shot. Yeah. I did love when they're the FBI's having the meeting. There's like, oh, there's the fire. The I insurance guy's like, $30,000 insurance like, policy. Well, you're going to have a busy day tomorrow, Mr. Yeah. Insurance Man. <laughs> oh, Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Dude, dude killed it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't the, be surprised if he gets nominated for supporting actor. Yeah, the little bit he's in, he did a great job. The guy who didn't do a great job in the little bit he's in. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I was excited to see him. I, I your dad had told us he was barely in it. He was well, just a lawyer. My dad good in it. Like my dad was. Yeah, I, I think he was. He never felt comfortable. Every line he said, he felt it felt like he was kind of like yelling and just Forcing trying to it. get it out. Like he never felt like as comfortable as everyone else in the movie. It always felt like he was just trying to get his line out. Yeah, he was just 
yelling at weird times, just weird deliveries. When he called DiCaprio, like, boy. what are you doing, boy? Like, it was just such a weird delivery. I don't know. I don't hate him as, like, the I lawyer. Think the writing was rough. I think that was just a bad written part. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I, I don't know if he it was He was really fault. good in the first scene he's in, though. No, yeah, when he's like, I, this is, uh, he didn't yeah, talk like to that. me. Yeah. And I was, that's why I got super excited. And then the rest of his scenes just didn't work. Yeah, I think physically he looked good. He, he looked good in the suit, but also he's he was still pretty big yeah, at that point. He filmed this prior to the whale. Yeah, so he was like big, imposing dude and just yelling like, he is my client. It was pretty good. But was cool scene. And then the next scene's in. The next scene was not strong. very good. Yeah. Another great scene was after when, again, this these we're going to... I guess we already know they're spoiling it. I'm just going to write spoiler review in the episode title. Yeah, that works. If you've made it this far. Yeah. I love the sequence in the jail cell when they tell him that uh, the one daughter died. Leo's daughter. Yeah. Ernest's daughter died. That was a good Who scene. was it? Was it Coyote? I think so. I don't know. It was the daughter. It was the... It was, one of the, it was the youngest. She had the whooping cough. Yeah. Whooping. It was sad. It was sad. As much as I didn't like Ernest, he's a despicable person to feel bad for. Yeah. He wasn't as evil as Robert De Niro, though. Any man is just a straight devil. No, yeah. I mean, De Niro was not... Uh, he was he was one of the bad guys, but he wasn't the bad guy. Like, in the sense... Oh, no. De Niro, I meant DiCaprio. I, was about to say, I, was yeah, like, I meant DiCaprio. Um, pretty bad. No, De Niro was the main bad guy in the in that classic sense of bad guy. DiCaprio was more of a henchman. Still yeah, a bad he, guy. He, he but... was doing some bad stuff, though, because he beat up his own P.I. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whooped but... that dude's ass. Oh, it wasn't his P.I. It was his wife's P.I. Yeah. And he was like, get the fuck out of it. Yeah. And he throws... I then he robs shot him. of him throwing the money at him. Remember when he robs him? No, takes... he took the money and threw the wallet at him. Oh, the wallet. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that shot. Because that's why I laughed, and I was like, God, this motherfucker. He's <laughs> taking the cool money. Shot, though. There were shots out of this movie, and it wasn't de-aging. But there's still shots when you see Leo from, like, certain angles. And you don't see as much of his wrinkles now. Yeah. And he gets, like, that look of when he was younger again. Really? Because I thought he looked older in this one. He did, but there would be, like, certain angles they would show for, like, a second. And yeah. I'm like, that's, like... Just the, the lighting was a little softer, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, it's sad seeing Leo get old. Yeah. It was, like, Tom Cruise earlier with Mission Impossible. Yeah, that... We left that and we were, like... out when he's on the... God, he just looks old now. Yeah. He's getting up there. He is getting... He's old. I mean, he's older than Leo. Yeah. Brad Pitt, when you see him getting old, he's got a lot of more white hair. I love that dude. <laughs> see what Jacob Elordi said about him? No. He was on uh, Jimmy Fallon two nights ago now. And they were like, who's your first celebrity crush? He's like, Brad Pitt. He's like, I saw him. And I was like, he's a beautiful man. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, there's no denying that. Yeah. And they're like, what What movie? And he's like, Troy. Troy. <laughs> I was yeah. like, fair enough, Jacob Elordi. The best is that um, Brad Pitt and Eric Bana had a um, had a side bet for Troy when they were fighting. Oh, yeah. How and it was like. Yeah, oh, it, they actually hit each other. No, it was yeah, it was like five bucks for like soft hit and fifteen for a hard hit. I think Eric Bana said he paid him like twenty bucks, and <laughs> Brad Pitt paid him like seventy. He just kept hitting him because he said Brad Pitt was like insane. Yeah, he was so good at it. I love that movie. My dad doesn't like it. Very much. I think I've never seen it. I heard it's pretty shitty. Ooh, it, oh no, it's not a great action, but like the fights. I have seen the one where he like the big guys running at him, he jumps to the side and just pokes him. It's like the next stab. Yeah, it was nice. And then he has a one-on-one fight with this guy in a helmet. Mm. This is like Kingdom of Heaven. I love that movie. Not I want to watch the director's cut of that. People say the director's cut is genuinely good. not even credited. Yeah. I, mean, I love this. There's Baldwin. some great shots in that movie. What is it, Baldwin the Fourth? Oh, I don't know. 
I haven't watched it in a long time. I just know that when he talks Well, it's a true story. I won a great battle. He's wearing the silk. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that movie. No, that scene's been posted like everywhere recently. Yeah, I, I yeah. know. I saw, I put it on my story. Yeah. I, was, I, I think I said one of my favorite. It's one probably one of my favorite monologues. Mm-hmm. It's a great sequence. Yeah. But back to Killers of the Fire Moon. What do I want to say? I like the ending. The ending. Instead of doing like the classic oh, okay. text comes up like this happened to so and so, they do it like it's a radio show. Yeah, like a radio Just, broadcast. Yeah. Like a radio, they're like doing the story of Killers yeah. of the Fire Moon. And then that motherfucker, Martin Scorsese, had to walk up and get the last line in. <laughs> yeah, but his speech was nice, though. I like that. No, it was good. I love yeah. the last shot where it's the Osage, Osage mm-hmm. uh, community. Yeah. In modern day, they're just banging the drum. It was well, good. A lot of the actors are from the actual community. Are they? I did think the, the chief. Yes. It felt like he just said, like, all right, just this is what happened. Go talk to your people. And he just went off because it didn't feel scripted at all. There it was were, a great scene. Yeah. There were a few moments in this where I was like, there was definitely no script. Like when um, DiCaprio goes and tells the one guy, like, it's time to blow up the house. I love that And he's scene. like, it's time now. It's time. And he walks off. He's like, all right, it's time now. He's like, it's time now. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah, that was good. I lo- Anytime Leo starts yelling, you know it's about to be a banger. I think his best scene was when um, uh, Molly was refusing to take the um, insulin. Oh, he and got he's like, so mad. Yeah, the doctor, we got the doctors here. You're the one of five people in this world, I guess. That he's freaking out. That was, Bitch. yeah. I thought he's going to hit her. I was like, please don't hit her. And he's going in and out of whatever Indian language that is. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. It was really, I think that was the best scene. That would be like, if you guess nominated, that would be like the scene they show. Yeah. Like how we knew what the scene for the whale was going to be like, I knew what? Mm-hmm. That scene's so good in the whale. <laughs> I was so happy he won. Such a goddamn so good performance. Who did he beat out? I was trying awesome to think of that Butler. the other day. It was awesome. That's who it was. I couldn't remember. We were, we were like, we would love to see Brendan Fraser in, but Austin's probably going to win. We were yeah. wrong. Yeah. we. Were, I remember it was like between him and somebody else. I couldn't remember who it was. Oh, yeah. It was like, it wasn't, it was, Colin Farrell was nominated, but everyone was like, yeah, it's one of those guys. <laughs> if Colin Farrell won. And I, I love Banshees, furious. but I love that movie. I would have been pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Just like if Barry Keoghan beat out a. Uh oh, um Kei Kwan. Jesus. Ken Yu Kwan. Yeah. You God. got it. I'm like all of a sudden just blanking on language. Jesus. Holy crap. You say it. Forget it. Too. Yeah, you say it too. No, it's Short uh round. Kei Kwan, right? Something along those lines. I can't believe my dad still said when he came back from first seeing everything everywhere all at once, he was like, That movie's an eighty. I'm like, You're an idiot. <laughs> You said yeah. something the other day. Kwan. I couldn't remember the first name. Um, Ken Hugh Kwan. It's not Ken. It's K. K E. K. 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 Respectfully, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> respectfully, we don't mean this in a bad way. They uh, yeah, this movie was great, and I like that they actually used the Osage language. Yeah, we talk about that when they don't actually use the language, it it takes you out of it. Yeah, this and they only was... use subtitles like half the time too. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. not understanding. Like that. that scene we were just talking about when DiCaprio's freaking yeah, out. It's, it's not subtitled. Cool. So I'd love to know like what he said. I don't know. I mean, you kind of get the gist of it. Oh, he's mad. He's just like, why? <laughs> that, that's what was one of the scenes. Because my dad doesn't think he actually loved Molly. I'm like, that scene is like one of the key reasons I think he loves her. Yeah. Because he just, cause he's like, because at that point, he's not giving her the stuff yet. The poison. He's late just trying to get her the medicine. Yeah. He was yelling at her like a dad. Like, you know, like, just mad. motherfucker, just take it. 
you're one of the lucky luckiest people in the world to have this, and you won't take it. It's, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Damn. Really was a good movie. Not great. Good. Very good. I thought it was great. Very, very good. Just like I mean, right below it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what other Scorsese movies I like more than. Yeah. I thought it was great, but I think definitely. I, I hate to say stuff could be trimmed because, like. I love long movies. Because yeah, this like, does not feel long. I mean, it's no. the fire could have been trimmed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just like little, like, scenes held on too long. But I don't think there yeah. was a scene that needed to be cut. No. You know what I mean? Whole, it's not like the Batman where you could have literally cut down that whole sequence where he goes from Alfred to Falcone to Alfred to Falcone. Yeah. That's like, there could have been some trimming in that. Mm hmm. This didn't have, like, a, besides the fire, I can't think of anything I would trim down. Yeah. Because it's such a well-made movie. And yeah. every, the dialogue's so good. And, I mean, it's just a well-written movie. Like, it's just one of those movies that you just hang on to every word. Yeah. I really do want to see it again, because I think... Yeah, I... I the second I time you see it... it again. Yeah, just... I feel like the second time you see a really long movie, because, like, the first time you're watching it, you're like, oh, man, I kind of I kind of got to pee. I'm kind of thirsty. And you're kind of like, how many more scenes is this going to be? When you're watching it a second time, you can be like, okay, I got, like, three more scenes left. Let's just enjoy this. Like, you know how long it's going to be. Time was going by weirdly. Because, like, at one point, I was like, it has to have been, like, two and a half. And it was, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's probably been an hour. And it was, like, two and a half hours already. I was like, what the hell? But yeah. th- that's a good thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like when time yeah, when flies when you watch a movie, when you're it, sucked into a movie. You just yeah. don't know how much time's going by. It's a good thing. Yeah. I like that people. Are, it's slowly becoming more acceptable to do three-hour movies. Mm-hmm. Like Endgame, really. As much like as much as I don't like giving credit to the MCU and all that. Yeah, they did make it possible to start bringing out three-hour movies. Yeah, I mean Scorsese said it. He's like, if you're going to complain about it, stop sitting down to watch football games that are four hours long. Yeah, or watch know? seven episodes of an hour-long show. Yeah. Seven hours for you. My mm. mom was like, "It's different." And we went down like, it's "The no, same it's thing." Not. Yeah, no, it's not. You'll go seven. You'll go five episodes without pausing. Mm-hmm. You're just sitting in a movie theater now. For yeah, three and a half hours. Because they want people want to say like, "Oh, I'll get up and use the bathroom, get something to eat in between episodes." But you most of the time, you do don't. That. Yeah, most of the yeah. time you watch the show through. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not a big big binge watcher. I'm not. If I do, boy. like, if I get like it, like just attached to a show and like I'm doing it, mm-hmm. I don't get up. I just yeah. continue watching it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of when I've actually done it. I did with that 70s show. I binged like the first three seasons. I remember I watched um when season three of Stranger Things came out. And I watched it all in one day. That's fair. I was I came down for dinner and I was like, oh, your eyes hurt from like the blue light. You're like, what happened? Yeah, that was me with the light. It was season four just came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I binged that. Yeah. Stranger Things is one of those shows that. It's so easy to make fun of and be like, it's not that good. It's such like a kitty kind of horror show. But then it comes out and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to watch this for the next two days straight. Like, See, I don't love Stranger Things. I like the most really? recent season. See, I'm I love the biggest I think Stranger really Things. I love season one and season four. Yeah. I don't I, love two and three. I do I think, think they're fine. Yeah. I think two is pretty good. I think three was the weakest one and then four was the best since one. I think one is still the best season. One's still my favorite season. One's still. To me, at least, the only scary season. I mean, Vecna was pretty scary since that. Four was quite Four scary. was pretty good. Vecna was a pretty scary villain. But I think, one, just having that Demogorgon and not, like... Knowing what it was. Yeah, yeah you watch season one, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I don't understand this yet. But now that, like, we know all about the Upside Down, Demogorgons really aren't that big of a deal anymore. Like, it, it kind of makes that less scary. They've gotten weaker and weaker, I feel like, every season. 
Like they just kill yeah. them easier whenever they. Yeah. Because it was season one was a demo one single one demogorgon. singular. De- they yeah. fought off like twenty of those things. Yeah, and there was the dogs. I hated demodogs. Yeah, I didn't love them either. It was like just oh, let's make them smaller and more of them. I did love the scene where they like the guys go in in hazmat suits and they figure out it's a trap and you just see like the red dots go. That was sick. Um, season three was just Big Russians. Lobby thing. Oh yeah, there was the blob. I forgot about that thing. Stupid. Yeah, I think season fireworks. I hate that. Yeah, season three really wasn't great. That's one of my house's favorite season. Really? Yeah, I don't get it. I thought it was fun just because like the Russian stuff was kind of fun, but looking back on it, it's not very good. It was so much better in the next season though. The Russian stuff. Yeah, Billy's death is great though. Billy, I love that dude. They brought that dude back hardcore because season two. The actor. Um, uh, Dacker Montgomery. Yeah, I always forget how to pronounce his first name. But yeah, you watch like Dacker or something. Yeah. You watch season two, and he's like this asshole. He's homophobic. I he's racist. Him, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I love his performance in the first season. Oh, performance! His character's an asshole. Great. Yeah. No, he was racist, homophobic. Like he was a terrible dude. And then season he three, he just him. like he just cared about his sister so much. I'm like, this is my dude. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene where he's like, brought like, it back. One and only Steve Harrington. Love him. He, he, that dude's such a talented actor. I wish I would see him yeah. more roles. I love him as the Red Power Ranger. Mm-hmm banger i liked him in elvis i thought his scene was because he's only in like five minutes of elvis but that five Not minutes even. is a huge sequence in yeah. the movie like it's a big turning point in the movie yeah yeah you want to talk about turning a character around steve harrington yeah i hated him up until the fourth season up until the fourth I season did not like his cat i could what? care less about him dude he like, was i was i was best. hoping he was the one that died no him and dustin and i was watching him in like... season four i was like damn i want him to die yeah because he was such he was a bully just like asshole in season one and then at the very the end of the he's season. The mom. Yeah, at the very end of the season, he comes back and like tries to apologize and help, and he fights him off, and then season two and all, and he's just the mom. Yeah, I love <laughs> when he's like Dustin. the mom. Yeah. Oh, Man, we are so distracted this episode. I know. Terrible. People seem to like these episodes. We're having our... We're, if, if we stay on pace that we're at now with the three episodes we've done this month, we'll have our biggest episode, our biggest month ever. Really? Yeah, we're on pace to have 126,000 listens this month. Really? Yeah. That our many most, people, huh? Our month before, our highest before that is 86. What the fuck now. are you guys doing? That, that dude, I'm not gonna lie. I listen to like episodes and like clips of them from our episode. I'm like, I don't know. What the hell are you guys doing? I don't know. I don't know. And it's like 80% of them listen like all the way through. Yeah, we just, we just, that talking. 20% listens to like a minute and I mess up the intro and they're like, nope. Nah, fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this yeah, I think boy. it's a minute and 30 seconds you have to listen to for it to count. Gotcha. Everyone just listens to our intro and then shuts us <laughs> off. Yeah. Everybody here is your dumbass. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn Podcast. Episode Enjoy 114. Then. You do it then. You want you want to make fun of my no, intros? This is your show. Our show. It says I didn't start both it. of our names under the I title. didn't start it. I got it. I got handed a contract and I'm stuck here right now. I don't know. Episode 31. Ryan's first episode as a co-host. Yeah. Episode one was my first episode. It was. And that was horrific. Horrific. And the <laughs> fact that we just randomly will have like a thousand listens in a week on it. It is funny. I I almost deleted it. <laughs> no, you can't delete it. It's too no, funny. No, now, remember I texted you like a month ago. I was like, dude, we have like 1,600 listens this week on that first Yeah, season. no, it's, like, it's just, it's too funny. It's just because it was just a $10 Target mic in the middle of a lawn chair, which <laughs> sitting on either side. In between side. two beds. <laughs> oh my God, man. Oh, well. Um, uh, all right, Killers of the Flower Moon. What else is there to talk about? Um, the sequel. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> there was no post credit scene. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. 
It's like there actually was, and we just didn't know. I want to. I want to see Scorsese do more. I want him to make the G, the movie about Jesus he wants the Pope wants him to make. Because I know he made the Last Temptation of Christ, which I actually really like. A lot of people don't, especially if you like, you're deep into Christianity, the Catholic Church. It's very frowned upon because there's like nudity and it's a good movie though. Good stuff. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Entertainment. You remember um. Oh my god! Remember the Golden Compass? Do you remember that movie? The the blonde girl, the uh, polar bear. Oh, I never saw it, but I know okay. what you're talking about. You yeah. remember the movie? Yeah. So do do you remember getting the letter saying we couldn't go see it? No. At our Catholic school when I when we were I was probably in fifth grade, fourth grade maybe. So you would have been second. Yeah. Third. Yeah, we got a letter saying we're not allowed to see it. Really? Your parents can't take your kids to see this. Why? Because it goes against like the cat. It, so you know how we Catholics and Christians pay pray to Jesus, yeah, or like God. Everyone prays like the thing. Like there's one God that's like a whole commandment. It's like I'm the only God, whatever. Yeah. The animals are like their gods, so each person has a different thing. Oh. So gotcha. they pray to like the God of a rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. So it was like against our religion at the time. We got a letter. A letter home saying do not. I mean that's Jesus. like it's uh sacrilegious. Yeah, that's like every fantasy thing ever. Yeah. You look at fucking Star Wars. There's gods. Harry Potter. I mean, Harry Potter didn't have other gods, but there's like witchcraft and shit. Yeah. That's against, against religion. religion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember getting like, a name. letter, like a written letter from Miss Carol. <laughs> Shout out Miss Carol, though. Miss Carol was. Yeah. She's a dog. Yeah. Yeah. But Killers of riddle. the Flower Moon, I, I'm really out of things to say. I feel like I gave a lot of valid points. I loved every. I loved the performances. I liked Martin Scorsese's direction. I, there was just little tiny things, and it just wasn't to the level I wanted it to be. But it's still a very important story. I think everyone should go watch it in theaters. I think everyone needs to know this story because it's not talked about enough. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to finish off in my final score after talking and listening to you and hearing some very valid points. No, I think I'll give it an 88. I think I'll sit right below a 90 pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say 88. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like you were saying, it's it is it is an important story, and it's a very very, you know, it's always kind of morbid to say things that like stories like this are so terrible or interesting, but it is an interesting story. Like know these stories. Yeah, it's a story I think a lot of people should watch, should know about, even if you're not American. It was just a you know, it was it's a good story, in the worst way possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I got what you mean. Yeah. 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 Anything no. else? No, I mean, I'd watch this movie. It's worth seeing. It is long as shit, but that doesn't, doesn't feel mean as long as it is. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you can definitely oh. this is a, this is a movie you can take bathroom breaks and still get what's going on. As long as I mean, if you're by yourself, don't do it. Like if you have someone to like ask just really quick, mm-hmm. like, hey, what happened when I was gone? Yeah, let's you make and pee at the speed of light. That is this motherfucker pees in under a minute every single time. Like leaves, it's pees incredible. And gets back, Truly incredible. I mean, you have to just go, just ah, just push it all I go, like, out. Super sane on it. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, yeah, moving on from our review of Killers of the Flyer Moon, mm. we are going to do our recommendation of the week. I have a very easy one that I want to do. That's Halloween, uh, John Carpenter's film, top thirty greatest movies of all time, in my opinion. I adore that film. And I just think it's iconic, and it changed the genre of horror forever. And to be able to be as good as it is for a slash film and not be, have one drip of blood caused by a knife, it's, it's incredible. 
Yeah. yeah. Halloween. Be good. You should go check it out. It's the anniversary. Forty third anniversary. I got signed out of Letterbox. That sucks. Oh no. I haven't been on in so long. Love Letterbox. Um Go follow me on Letterbox too. Go follow Ryan. You can follow me. I I always say I'm gonna post more. I never do it. <laughs> Ooh, James uh, uh James from Raise Lost Pies gave V for Vendetta four and a half stars. Nice. It's a pretty good movie. It is a banger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, follow me. It is just Tommy Cresta. It will say host of the Popcorn Podcast. And then also make sure to follow us on Instagram where it's Ferran underscore 12, Tommy underscore Cresta, and the underscore popcorn underscore podcast. Same thing on YouTube. And our TikTok is the popcorn underscore pod. We got hacked. If those who didn't know yet, we got hacked and we had to make a whole new account. Yeah, what did uh, they post on there? Porn. Really? <laughs> you know, like when they block it out, like the 18 plus. Oh, yeah. That's that's what was on our page. Gotcha. Yeah, I had to deactivate the account. That's cool. That's really cool. But fun. yeah, follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, I post, I try and post almost daily now on Letterboxd and try and do at least one review. I've been pretty consistent as of recently. So, yeah, go yeah. check me out on Letterboxd. Yours is Ryan Ferran, right? I don't even know. I don't even you remember. Don't, you, don't, you don't know what your Letterboxd name is? No, I don't use Letterboxd. <laughs> Surprise. I feel like that would be like the only social media I could see you using. Yeah, because I, I can just do it. Every once in a while, you'll I'll... do it for like 30 movies and then not do it for a while. Yeah, I literally like once every two or three months, I hop on, do the last fucking like five months of movies, and then I just never hop on again. But yeah, Fair I don't know. I'm just lazy with it. You know what I'm excited for? What's that? Best and worst movies episode. December? Yeah. I feel like that always, I mean, we've only done it twice now, but every year I'm like, damn, we're already here. I love those Went episodes. Went by fast. Those are still my favorite episodes of the show. I, I always think they're so much fun. Yeah. And we have Definitely. some bad stinkers this year. And we have some really good movies. So it's going to be fun to see our list. Last year was kind of weird. Because it felt like we didn't have a lot of great movies. But two years ago, we were eating great. We had Dune. And we got to talk about Halloween Ends. Which was a lot. Yeah. Was it Ends? Yeah, yeah, Ends was last year. Yeah, Ends. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm excited for that episode. We're going to do our... I'm really excited for the Halloween episode. Just because I love The Conjuring. And Halloween is my favorite holiday. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, what's your... Uh... You didn't say a movie yet. Recommendation of the week. I'm going to go uh, Halloween Town 2. I Dude, forget the title of it. Can I, can I just say something scary. really quick? When they all turn into monsters at the end? At the dance? Yeah. That shit's scary as fuck. It's terrifying. Can when I the dude takes his head off, hat off, like face off, and he's like, ah, it's scary, man. Can I just say something? Yeah. I don't know why. Earlier today, I was thinking about it. I was like, I was like oh, I'll do this as my recommendation of the week. Like, uh-huh. say mine. I'm like, Ryan, you should do one like horror-related. No joke thought you were going to say Halloween 3. Return to Halloween Town. Halloween Town 2. That's that's so Banger. funny. Because <laughs> I knew you would... Because then I was like... I think I thought to myself, I was like, oh, he's got to say something scary. I was like, I've seen every scary movie he's seen. <laughs> so I thought you'd be like, Halloween Town. Halloween Town well, 2. That's good that I know that. It's like something, somebody's revenge. The I don't return know. Return of uh, whatever his name is. The guy from the first one. Yeah, I don't remember. Remember... Uh, I just remember the mom's hot. Remember uh, the... the Do you remember the mom movie? from Halloween Town? Yeah, she's... Mm. She is a nice. milf. <laughs> um, did you ever see a Twitches? Twin witches? Oh, I remember. Is that? Yeah. Banger. The two twins with the smoke monster? Yeah. I definitely. Bang. That movie scared the shit out of me <laughs> as a child. <laughs> what else? Uh, Hocus Pocus. That movie Hocus Pocus is, is a banger. so funny. Did you watch the new one? No. Neither did I. I refuse. I don't to want to. Maybe a third one. Are they really? Yeah. I mean, as long as Sarah, Je- Sarah, Je- Sarah Jessica Parker stays in there. Oh, I might I watch it. I don't care how much work she gets done. I will. 
forever love that woman. <laughs> no, 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 first, you know, first no. Hocus Pocus is it's classic. It's very funny. Yeah, and quite scary. For, like if you're a kid. And it's also. Uh, have you watched it recently? There's some adult oh, jokes. Oh, yeah, there. no, there's some adult <laughs> jokes. Because we all know why the one person can't get possessed. Mm-hmm. Possessed? Is that what it is? Yeah. And then the sister's like, loser. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, was it just about fucking. There's a movie I was going to bring up to you. Well, whatever. I can't remember. Is it Halloween Town 1? No. <laughs> the giant pumpkin in the middle? Oh, you know what else is scary about Halloween Town 2? How he's like trapping on the movie theater? They watch that's the, the movie. That's the first one. Is it? Yeah. Was it the first? Oh, yeah, I thought that was the second the one. Shit out when he's on the stage and he starts floating in the black cave and everything. No, it's when they go to the movie theater and they're like watching it and it like paralyzes them, makes them all gray. Do you remember that? Maybe it was I the second one. I haven't watched Halloween Town since like I was like six. Oh yeah, no, he's I forget all who it was. He's like luring them into the movie theater and whenever they watch, like paralyzes them. They turn like all gray and shit. But it's all like the monsters and they're all in like scary, weird positions. Freaks me out, dude. Oh. Do you know what Shudder is? Yeah, that like horror platform. Yeah. yeah. So Shudder used to be a channel. Really? Yeah, it was like a cable channel. That I loved because mm-hmm. it was always like B level horror movies. But there's one. I'm, you talk about a movie theater or anything. This last thing before we end this podcast. There was this one where this guy works in the movie theater as the guy who plays like the film. Remember that? Yeah. Job? He uh, and he shows like snuff films. Mm-hmm. But the snuff films are him actually killing people. Oh. And the people are like, I've I've seen that girl before. Like walking around, I didn't know she was an actress. And it's the dude like stabbing her like twenty times. <laughs> it was one of the most gruesome movies I've ever seen. I was probably like twelve. What's this called? I don't remember. You gotta find this. It was so disturbing. <laughs> and then what was the other one I watched? Oh, then there was this zombie movie where these friends go like to a cabin in the winter. And Nazi zombies attack them. I have heard of that one. I yeah. forget what it's called. It's the only time I've ever seen a chubby guy get to get with like the hot blonde girl. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it's in a porter body. Oh, man. It sticks in my head. It's like a vivid core memory of mine <laughs> is watching these movies when I was like 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited because Halloween uh, marathon is going to start soon. Just on repeat until Halloween through Halloween night. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, doing anything for Halloween? I have no plans yet. I know I talked to Ian about watching Halloween. Halloween. Because my one teacher already said class was canceled. Because she brought it up. She's like, Yeah, I don't have class alone. She's like, Do you guys want me to cancel class? And I literally, I looked at the one girl, we looked at each other, and I just went, (laughs) She was like, All right, fair enough. Wait, was it, is this that girl? No. Oh, where's that girl? The girl you always wanted to talk, that you wanted to talk to. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. You, you, whatever. I oh, no, I said one girl was cute. No, it was a different class. Oh, where's that girl? Have you, have you talked to her yet? Too scared. Dude, I think she left. I haven't seen her, like, at all. I don't even oh, know. No. <laughs> she got caught by Michael Myers. She may have. I don't know. Uh, Where she got caught by the Poughkeepsie killer. That's way worse. That is so much worse so than much Michael worse. Myers. I will take Jesus. fighting Michael Myers a hundred times. It's fucked up, man. Don't watch that movie, everyone. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I did a reveal on the Poughkeepsie tapes. Do not watch it. It's not good just disturbing but yeah uh thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode and thank you for tuning in every other episode that we've done on the show the next episode we'll be doing oh it'll be the conjuring review the conjuring universe rankings yeah. for halloween our halloween special episode so yeah thank you guys so much for listening 
Make sure to keep liking, subscribing, sharing the podcast. Make sure to follow us on TikTok and everything else I've already talked about. And I hate that I have to get so close to the camera and say goodbye. But yeah, thank you guys so much, Ryan. What do you want to add before we get going? Uh, thank you for listening. Before. It is funny. You just kind of... Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Oh, See yeah. ya. Thank you, guys. It's such a goofy ending.